0: and i'm here uh, in a brand new sledge of Art episode and i am with yusuf aka vampire slumber party and i'm super excited to have a chat with him and uh he recently dropped an album called funeral pop uh, some solid 10 tracks on there and we're going to be expanding more on that and him as an artist you know overall uh he also moved you know he is south african he moved uh, to the UK or England um specifically south london and super excited to also get to know more about the logistics of that move so let's just look at that point man you moved from south africa to england um what sort of inspired that move for you why did you leave south africa
1: the thing is i was i was born in london originally the first move was actually moving to south africa and then um grew up in south africa and then always kind of i don't know, I always kind of wanted to move back in the end and it just kind of happened i just uh you know without too much planning or thinking about it and then just the opportunity came up and uh moved
0: here mm. and and obviously being someone who is you know a musician you know you've been in bands and you make making music you know as vampire slumber party you know how would you sort of compare or how do the how do both music scenes sort of compare you know when you're looking at the south african music scene and you look at the music scene arts in south london
1: i'd guess there's just a, there's just a lot more going on here really like uh compared to where I was in um i don't know what it's like nowadays but I, I don't know like uh in Durban there was just a couple of couple of places you could play and uh you kind of knew everyone in the scene kind of thing' a very small and kind of connected type of scene whereas here you know you can go out you can just discover something new like you didn't know about like all the time and and you can go there and see not, not see anybody's face that you recognize you know all over again.
0: Yeah, dude, it really does sound like, you know, it's a lot, there are a lot more options that side you're right in saying, you know, down here, there aren't many options. I don't know which places were still operating while you were still down here, but I did notice um, in one of your music videos, if you're also going to be expanding on, Um, some footage of you guys playing at the winston which is still there but many of the Mm -hmm. others that were around and they they just (laughs) they're no longer there it's literally just been people you know that have had to sort of make their own gigs at different venues but I'd, i'd obviously like to think that with the fact that there's so many options that side your experience as a musician has been a lot better that side would i be wrong in saying that
1: uh no i'd say this is a lot more like i mean um you know, bands I've been in, there's a lot more, yeah, you know, like opportunities, and um, you can kind of, yeah, you, know, you, you can play kind of more regularly, more easily than in Durban, you know. Like you say, the Winston, that was like a, an institution when I was there, and, um, and Burn and stuff like that. But I know Burn's not around anymore. And, um, yeah, the whistle just keeps going, eh?
0: Yeah, I mean, they, they took a bit of a hit during, you know, the pandemic and stuff, but it's with gigs sort of cool. opening up now. Let's hope that, you know, they'll also be back in sort of full swing. Um, I just want to, you know, focus on, obviously, the album, Funeral Pop, um, as I said, you know, solid 10 tracks on there, man. Well done to you. And that dropped on the 9th of September. So what I noticed was leading up to the release of, you know, the album, you know, you gave us, you know, three three singles that you also put up on on YouTube in the form of like musical videos, um, you know, the likes of, you know, Meet Me at the Exit. Um, you know, you also had, I'm trying to remember them off the top of my head. I think it was Northern Lights as well that you dropped, and now repeat oh. after me was this planned isn't like okay i'm first gonna release you know these singles and then sort of follow that up with the album or was it sort of like you know let me just release music and then you sort of decided hey hang on these are actually like dope let me put together a whole album or something how did you sort of build up to that in the way that you did
1: uh no it was a it was a plan i guess because um you know i've done it i've like in the, diff- the v- different bands that I've been in we've kind of uh like a few experiences of like releasing stuff and I guess these days you know with um attention spans and uh trying to keep people interested in stuff like yeah so I had the whole album I didn't want to just put it all up in one go type of thing I just wanted to kind of um drag it out a little bit you know so I did a single and then another single like you said and another single and then eventually did the whole thing because um there's another band that I was in Crash Island this was like more of an like an indie band we had um guys in the band and we kind of had like these type of approaches like in south africa at the time it was like impossible to you know get played on a radio or get played um and i guess it's a lot different now with you know digital radio and a lot more opportunities there maybe but uh here you can you know you can you can send stuff in and send it around and there's always a chance that you can get heard by someone you know and even internationally i guess now it's a global thing really because you know, you can just get your stuff on Spotify, and you can look on your plays, and you're getting played in Finland and stuff like that. You know, which is can happen in South Africa too. So it's it's like a different um, a different world, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, you mentioned, you know, Crash Island there. You mentioned, uh, obviously, I mentioned Paper Jets. And you mentioned that, you know, um, you took a lot of, or you learned a lot of the things, you know, from or during those bands in terms of, you know, how to release, you know, the music and make it last longer and whatnot. You know, in terms of now sound, are there any sort of elements that you may have taken from Crash Island and Paper Jets that we can hear, you know, within Funeral Pop?
1: Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, um, with Crash Island in the end, I, I was playing... Like bass and drums, and uh, I guess yeah, there's a lot of my influences come across like that. Mostly, it was just kind of like stuff I've been playing on my own. And like uh, back in South Africa, I was in a band called the Tubby Wilsons, which was like uh, probably the closest to this, where like I was just playing drums, and uh, that was kind of the band I started with a friend of mine and uh, two friends of mine, and uh, we um, that was me on bass and lead vocal, So that was probably yeah the closest. Um, to this going back kind of thing but yeah that's just definitely an influence on each band
0: Yeah, it's really dope that you have some stuff that you pick up from you know the older bands that you're incorporating into the um you know the project that you got going now um you know with the music videos um there's obviously a music video that you got up there on on youtube for uh meet me at the exit um and i saw as i say i think that's the one where you had you know one of the scenes and there was you guys jamming at the Winston, and that music video you sort of fused you know a lot of Different elements, you know, some live performance on stage. I saw some gaming footage in there, um, some animation, all that. Who sort of drove that sort of direction, you know, for that music video?
1: The video that's that just me trying to make um make a video with like stuff I had basically, you know, on a, on a budget kind of thing. So it was pretty much just yeah, going through old old gig footage I had on my computer of me and different various bands and stuff like. One of them's even like the first show I ever played. Uh, that was at the Old Burn, in, um, which was around the corner from the Winston back in the day.
0: Yeah, dude, you really did a solid job, you know, piecing that together. Because even with, you know, some of the filters that were used, I don't know if it's even called filters anymore or grading or whatever it is. You know, you've got that sort of vintage, old school kind of feel, you know, in hindsight, as much as you put everything together, as you say, on a budget, is there any? sort of other music video that was uh, that sort of inspired you in a way or what did you sort of that that sort of visual approach that you had there what is it very much inspired by as i said you know there was some games in there are you a gamer you know there, yeah. there was some animation well, this, and all that there yeah
1: the, the games was also just uh, trying to make it more interesting and then that's obviously like old retro games i used to grow up playing you know like uh echo the dolphin and all those old classic uh Sega Mega Drive games, Gunstar Heroes. So yeah, I was just trying to you know jazz it up a little bit. And um, I guess inspired by bands that I grew up watching, they have done that kind of thing where they just like, um, it's like a piece together, almost like found footage style video, I guess like a collage or something like a live thing. And then, cause the first video that I did was, I just only did um, old uh, cartoon footage. So that was during lockdown. And I, put that one up because i just made it myself with uh you know classic cartoons like 80s and 90s cartoons but it was more like just trying to make something interesting with footage i had at
0: hand you know it's something that i can relate to as well because i'm pretty much a gamer like i really enjoy like when i saw that and i think anyone who is a gamer and is into sort of retro gaming would see that and you know have something that they sort of uh that connects them you know, to that music video and what you did, bro, and bring back, you know, that nostalgic sort of feeling. So props to you for yeah. for getting that together, dude. You really pulled it off well. And another another uh, music video that you also dropped on there was more of like a lyric video, um, yeah. for now repeats after me, which is my my personal favorite um of the singles and within you know the album as well and it's fast approaching 400 views congrats on that by the way man did you ever expect that it would you know reach those heights you know before releasing it
1: i guess uh since i've been doing this i kind of like um i follow a lot of other people on the the social medias that are in a similar situation where they are doing their own music and sort of playing everything and putting it out there and and i guess it's hard um not to compare yourself to them because you know everyone says don't compare yourself to someone else. Just uh, compare your own, like, you know, if it's good for you, that's cool. You don't need to, like, compare. So it's hard because a lot of people put up uh, posts, like, bragging about much bigger numbers. So it's just, like, um, I, like I'm stoked that it did. Uh, that Yeah, that video was quite a um, – that one I did with, like, a green screen. Um, I actually bought a green screen. I was just sitting in the cupboard right now. I haven't used it much since those two videos.
0: Yeah, man, I mean, I really appreciate how you, you, despite, you know, or not even despite, you know, when you keep mentioning, you know, you're doing it on a budget and stuff, but the, the main point is that you're still doing it, you know, someone could have looked at other music videos that probably you know, where lots of money was spent to sort of make those music videos and could have been like, oh, I'll just wait till I've got all the equipment or something. But you just decided, hey, I'm going to use what I have. And I think, you know, even with the numbers, you know, when you're talking about numbers and stuff, you know, 400, bro, if it's an organic push, I think a lot of the time we are misled when we look at, you know, bands that are already established or musicians that are already established you have a following we've been doing the we've been doing this for years and stuff and that they also had to build up you know to that point point. and you know you'll you always get other people who are out there buying streams and all that then you look at those numbers and you look at yours and you're like you know you've been demotivated but at the end of the day dude you know it was 400 organic you know actual human beings that actually clicked and watch the music video. So to me, like I don't know about you, but but 400 or close to 400 is massive, bro. Like if you had to have 400 or let's say maybe 380 people come to a gig, that's a success, man. I'd say. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so props to you for 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 being able to start, you know, something from scratch and actually get these kinds of numbers. It's, it's, it's really, I think, an indicator as well, you know, to the fact that people are actually listening and they recognize that you're doing something dope. And as I said, you know, when I mentioned um, this track and, and the music video and that it was a, a lyric music video, you obviously mentioned the elements of having the green screen in there. But there were some interesting, you know, sort of lines that you threw around in there that sort of indicates what the song could be about um like the line where you say howling we uh sorry (laughs) howling wins me nothing because of the light that you're shining um a line like how could i have ever known uh, that i would fall apart how could i have ever known that you steal my heart so i automatically thought to myself okay yusuf is talking about uh, a significant other here or a partner uh, and whatnot is that the case you know what would you say the song was intended on on being about
1: it's actually not um a significant other, but it is a special, special person, like a person who makes you realize uh, it's not all that bad. It's maybe it's worth, uh, worth trying to, um, you know, find the good things and uh, focus on that type of thing rather than um, all the negative stuff that we just kind of fed all the time. So it's definitely about a special person who inspires you to, um, to cut you off guard and now life's a lot better kind of thing in that in that respect so i just tried to put all the lame stuff on hold and focus on that rather more like a mantra you know like every time every time you're feeling overwhelmed or focusing on the negative stuff and then repeat now repeat this message after me and uh, try and focus on that you know
0: mm, so it, instead of being sort of or focusing on one like a particular person you know that have made you feel like that in your life it's sort of like just for everyone you know that one person that everyone may have that makes them feel like you know things can always be better type thing
1: yeah i mean it is, it is it's for a specific person for me but like it it could be for for anyone yeah like i didn't want to like just uh like pigeonhole it to like exactly what it's about but it's uh yeah it's like if you find that whoever finds that person whoever it may be that
0: mm, no, that is very beautiful bro and there's a line there uh that's very interesting where you say um and i know i can do better i'll fix myself so what are you sort of referring to there and uh just before your answer as well i gotta commend you on on you know being able to open up like that You know, because a lot of people wouldn't really admit to having things that they want to fix, you know, when it comes to themselves and flaws and whatnot. So with you, what was this, you know, talking about? Like, what was this line about? It's just kind
1: of like, um, you know, trying to do better and uh, not, uh, you know, from various things like, you know, just stupid things like maybe, you know, getting angry with people on the bus just random stuff like that like stupid stuff that you know you get like all pissed off uh, you know maybe some like vices that you want to try and kick or some like uh, just improving get healthier you know like um uh, not let all the stupid things that are going on turn you into this person that's like uh, just so angry with everything you know it's kind of like my like i said like a mantra to just like um try and not be that kind of like negative person and uh, let all the stuff weigh you down and take it out on other people and all that you know just like uh try and do a better job i mean i'm not saying I've, I've done it yet but i like uh you know trying and that's like uh how that like that song is meant to be an ongoing like you see the lights and you you um you want to improve and you know you should and you you're just trying your best kind of thing you know
0: mm, no nah, dude as i said that that is you know my my favorite track on there and i really hope I think even in the end, if we could play out with it, that is my special request. Um, just so people can also familiarize themselves, you know, with the sound, you know, that you're pushing. Um, another thing that I noticed in the music video, which is the last point, you know, on the track is, you know, you're pretty much playing all the instruments. I saw you playing the bass in there, you're playing, you know, the drums in there and everything. Um, is this sort of like what or who, you know, Vampire Slumber Party is now? Are you sort of like a one-man band type thing? Or... Is is sort of am I completely wrong
1: uh yeah um that was kind of how it uh happened and I kind of how it is recently I've started jamming with two other people to try and turn it into a um like a live action project as well you know so uh like on the on the recording it is like I played everything on the recordings so yeah one one person banned uh there but um yeah, like the goal is to kind of turn it into a band that can play live, but like, mostly of the bands that I've been playing in here, I, I like, cause I'm in another band as well where I'm playing drums in the bands and then we uh, get the shows and all that kind of stuff. Whereas this one is going to be like, you know, my baby kind of thing, like um, that I need to, so we'll see how that goes. I've got, I actually I had a jam a couple of weeks ago and got another one next week, so Hopefully that's where it's headed as as far as like turning it into a an actual band with other humans and playing live.
0: Yeah, dude, that is it's it's really dope that you know you've got gigs um lined up as well and that you've got two other people that have joined you uh, for the time being, which is is really solid. What is sort of next for you guys you know as as a band if it's going to turn into that like a full-on three-piece thing you know what are the plans you obviously did mention that you know you guys have a potential gig coming up um what else can we sort of expect you know maybe a follow-up um you know to funeral pop you know being a three-piece or you know what are the future plans for Vampire Slumber Party
1: yeah I'd say um uh hopefully some kind of follow I mean like it's gonna be because I've been, I've got other songs as well that I've been working on since the album came out, and then I guess, it, like, if if we did, uh, if I if it works out with these two other people and we turn into this turns into the band, then I'm going to have to sort of like hand over, like you know what I mean, like uh, maybe that drummer is going to play the drums on the next recording, and and that so that's going to be quite an adjustment. But I guess that's. That's the way I want to go. So it already like when you when you play live, like just from doing it once with in the band room with these other two people, the songs already like change quite dramatically because you know, like on the recordings, you can like I'm playing like uh, often is two two guitars, um, like there's lots of stuff layered in and like uh, like some extra bits here and there, but it's a lot more like um, energetic and raw live, which is quite cool and quite exciting actually. So. I think that could be quite a cool um, change that happens, you know, more band than uh, one guy like uh, doing everything on his laptop kind of thing. Mm,
0: That's a very, very solid point, man. The future looks really bright and exciting, you know, for Vampire Slumber Party. Which brings me to the name, actually. You know, how did you sort of, you know, come up with that name? What sort of inspired it, Um, and and when did you actually start Vampire Slumber Party?
1: Um, Well, I kind of. Like when I first moved to London, I did a, like a my own songs on my own while I was like looking for bands. And I guess I started then, it was about 2013 or something like that. I did like a small, like even more budget, like a EP type of thing. And uh, the name was, um, I guess I was always like uh, up really late. Like most of the time I would do like all the stuff I'd do it. Like I'd come home and start it really late and then finish it. Like sometimes you're mixing a song and then you're like, oh crap, it's like... Uh, 4 a.m. kind of thing. And, um, you know, you're still listening to the song over and over again. So the, the name was kind of like meant to be like a vampire slumber party would, it would happen during the day kind of thing because, you know, vampires sleep during the day. So, um, yeah, it was like meant to be like a party going on when it shouldn't be going on kind of thing. Mm,
0: now you put things into perspective there, man. It, it really makes sense, you know, with how the name came together. And, um, you know, something else that I noticed, you know, we, we almost at the end, um is that in the actual you know album uh funeral pop you know one of the the things that is credited in there on the meta and the metadata is hypothetically records tell me a bit more about that
1: uh that's just um what i called it you know because like if you get your music on all these um platforms uh through um like i use this uh service called Distrokid, and uh if you don't make up something you um credits it to like zero zero one eight eight seven dk records or something like that <laughs> yeah so i just wanted uh something a little bit less uh and uh like uh, um, i've uh i've had this hypothetically thing around for a while like i had a like a blog with a website on it and now i like i've got this like vegan food profile that's called hypothetically so i just thought i'd stick with that you know like uh it's kind of me basically like uh you know trying to say hello but in a pathetic way
0: <laughs> do you think this could build up you know into being an actual record label like that manages or, or is the masters to you know all your tracks and all that or was it just like a mm, let me just you know put this out there for funsies yeah
1: you know, i kind of in the back of my mind thought about it because like um it would be cool you know i could definitely if somebody knew was like you know one and putting stuff out i definitely would be interested in getting some sort of like uh direction or um tips because uh i don't know i I guess maybe it's not i take it for granted but i I, like i kind of know a lot of stuff about getting it out there but i i mean obviously other people do too but then you see other bands who maybe they you know they don't quite have all that um and then maybe there's stuff just on like Bandcamp and soundcloud and stuff like that and so maybe there's an opportunity to do stuff like that like um like I have, I, I did when I when I wrote it and created it on uh, Spotify and all the other streaming platforms, I did in the back of my mind think it would be cool to, you know, maybe um, do that for someone else as well, you know.
0: You know, um, Yusuf, I can't thank you enough, man. You know, we're at the end of the show and I really just want to thank you for joining me and talking to me about Vampire Slumber Party, you know, your previous projects, you know, the album. Um, Obviously, with future plans, we have already mentioned that you guys have got, you know, gigs that are lined up. So I'm pretty sure people can see those, you know, on the socials in terms of when they're going to be coming up and future plans in general on their funeral pop is already out as well. Um, So with us knowing, you know, what's sort of coming and what to expect, you know, from... Vampire Slumber Party. Um, are there any parting words that you want to give the people before you then plug your social media handles?
1: Check out the music. Uh, give it a listen on um yeah on there's all the different uh, social platforms you can. Uh, support independent artists. Like uh, it always. You know, there's this. I saw a meme about this recently about how um people you know are will always like sort of on socials are um very quick to kind of support it was something about calling them the blue ticks you know like the big official people like if it's a celebrity people are so much more likely to kind of share a post but um if only you support your friends like you supported the celebrities or something like that so
0: hey solid bro and where can people sort of find the music you know which platforms and also where can people contact you and follow what you're doing on social media
1: i think it's pretty much on everything because uh It's even on um, like all these. I I don't even check up on them because I don't have them. But it's on. It's obviously on Spotify and Apple Music and all that. But it's on Deezer and Tidal and yeah, like some I'd never even heard of and Vampire Summer Party. You can. Find on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook.
0: Uh, with Sludge Underground on every single platform, we are at Sludge Underground. Um, and obviously on Twitter, we are at Sludge031. Um, catch the episodes on Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple Podcasts. We are Sludge Underground Podcasts on there. As for myself, it's at 1031. It's been an awesome chat with Yusuf um, about Vampire Slumber Party. And um, as I said, a uh, personal favorite of mine uh, off the album would be Now Repeat After Me. So we're going to be playing out with that one. And thank you you know, for tuning into the episode. Until next time, it's bye for now.